1: The scenes, behind the glass There's no sports It's Matt and Matt Two producers
0: Who happen to be homies Just joinin' on the junkies, yeah It's pit season What a time to be alive Pit season, couple of regular guys It's pit season, go have yourself a laugh It's pit season, Aha ha 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 episode nine of bit season i am your host matt valdez joined with me is the one the only adam epstein adam how are you buddy what's
1: up dude
0: dude (laughs) awad um this is a two-man show drabby is under the weather um he left the show tuesday uh right in the middle um and then uh he gave us word yes uh thursday night that he wouldn't be in on friday So I appreciate you coming in to do a two-man show with me, and uh, we know all of the bit-season fanatics couldn't go a week without their Junkies recap and without our story, so it's just going to be me and you um, while Drabby's under the weather.
1: It's kind of funny because we almost jinxed ourselves last week because the topic of the show was, what would we do if you had a vacation or you couldn't be here? Right.
0: I'm a little disappointed in Drab um, because we had this discussion last week uh, about taking the show seriously, and what we would do if someone couldn't be there. So now we got to do the heavy lifting for Drab. Um, so he, hopefully he feels better, but we will Joan a little bit uh, on him. Of course. I could tell also when he came in on Thursday. It, it's not the—honestly, I I, I, honestly, I couldn't really tell if he was feeling okay. It, it's hard to figure out, especially with Drab, because he kind of is secretive about it. But you could definitely tell he was in a bad mood, and I couldn't tell if it was uh, illness related or if uh, it was his weight gain because he, <laughs> he 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 was very very depressed, and I, that's something that I wish he was here to talk about. But as uh, someone who gets joned on about their weight gain, you can kind of uh, give us some sort of insight about how the junks will handle it. They'll bully you to death if, Absolutely. if, if they if they know that that you're putting on some LBs, they will needle you nonstop, basically, until you de- develop bulimia.
1: They will be the reason that you start doing keto or, you know, cutting out sugars because they just get under your skin.
0: Drab had this, had this theory that he gained all of his weight because he didn't have any alone time, right? <laughs> that seems a little counterproductive because I don't know how—he says he, he's going on walks with his kids in the stroller— but he says he has no alone time. He has no time to go to the gym. And that's why he gained weight.
1: I think it's more to do with. I think he's eating the food that's meant for his kids sometimes. And like snacks. And he's just like.
0: He's snacking.
1: He's snacking all He's day. probably
0: snacking more than ever. Because uh, you are probably have your kids on some sort of meal plan. That they need to eat every X amount of hours. So he's eating with them. And he told he told me his his treat. Right? That he loves. His treat. Is Tostitos with peanut butter?
1: Yeah, I've heard about that before, and I know that they will that wake him that up. That can't be good. It's, that it's, can't be good, it's right? Not, I mean, it's it's sugar, it's carbs, it's terrible for you. But Fat. He wakes up at 3 a.m. and you know changes their diaper or whatever, and then he'll have peanut butter and Tostitos in the middle of the night.
0: Well, I mean, that's reason number one why you're gaining weight, right? And I mean, look at us. We're no Adonis's.
1: No, but I did want to say you've been looking good today. Really? I, I think it's the maybe it's the black shirt. But I was like, holy crap, I'm doing the show at The Rock right now.
0: You know what? Black is very slimming. It is. So I, I think I need more black T-shirts. But I, this, is, this is my thing. So I basically build muscle to cover up all my fat. That, <laughs> that's, the, that's the route that I take. Right. I could be so much sillier if I would eat better, didn't uh, enjoy a beer after golf or something <laughs> like that. I, my, my gut would be a million times better. But I just cover it up with muscle. That's that's what I do.
1: But you also eat at a good time of day.
0: Right. The fact that Drab's eating at midnight when he's feeding the kids, that's that's what's gonna put on the pounds.
1: And then he wakes up at five AM and he already has a honey and peanut butter sandwich on the way to work.
0: I've never seen someone eat so much peanut butter in my life.
1: And he eats a lot of wonder bread. He never eats whole wheat. It's always white bread.
0: <laughs> Is white bread worse for you oh, than
1: it's ten times worse.
0: <laughs> Why? Because well, it's all uh, yeah, starch sugar. We
1: only ate wheat bread because I, was, I, was, I wasn't allowed to have potato bread anymore. <laughs>
0: what? Yeah. That's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, also, one of, one of Drab's vices, and we got to talk to Nat about this, is we got to get more wave soda because Drab likes to treat himself to like a soda a day, maybe, maybe more. But we need Nat to, to send more wave sodas for Drab because that soda a day it's just is going to crush him.
1: Well, and it's, not, it's also the type of soda. So he loves, everyone knows this, diet Mountain Dew. And when I started my new late shift, I was working at the office here, and I decided I'm going to have a diet Mountain Dew at about 9 p.m. Within a week, I had gained five pounds, and I'm telling you it was because of the diet Mountain Dew. So that's a big part of his weight gain.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of soda, we do love Wave Soda. Uh, wave Soda is awesome. It's super simple, just bubbly water with a splash of real juice and a little caffeine. Uh, It's unsweetened, so no stevia or artificial sweeteners. Just a clean finish with only 2 or 6 grams of sugar and 15 to 25 calories per can. Order now at wavesoda.com and receive 16, yes, 16% off by using the promo code BIT, B-I-T. If if Drab would just switch to Wave Soda solely instead of doing his diet do, and look, I understand it. You know, you don't want a little caffeine. You want a, a big caffeine jolt. So I get why he wants that soda, but I guarantee you, if he just gave it up for like two weeks, he would see a difference.
1: And on the show, you brought up black coffee.
0: Yeah, I'm he, I'm a big black coffee Me guy too. in the morning. Me
1: too, and I think it's something that Drab should do.
0: I just thought it was funny that uh, Drab's first coffee that he had, he uh, he spilled all over the keyboard.
1: Yeah, I that, that <laughs> was kind of hoping that you guys took pictures of that or something. Like, did he mess up? Uh, is uh, the computer uh, broken?
0: Uh, he he needed Roger to come in and <laughs> replace <laughs> the entire keyboard. The the. <laughs> it was it was leaking out of the keyboard. he was holding it up, and it was dripping down. It looked like a pot of coffee was brewing underneath of it so but uh the big news um that the junkies announced well j p sort of announced Tuesday was his second book still barking um he did it at eight o'clock uh right before Ron Rivera came on. It was kind of emotional for for j p it was um it, I guess his mom was the impetus for writing the book um but i i had some thoughts about it um some good some bad and i know i know what's going to happen too and god bless you guys i love you listeners but I, this is exactly what's going to happen is you're going to hear this and you're going to nitpick all of the bad parts and you're going to take them out of context and you're going to go Tweet them the JP, right? And then and, he's gonna and respond. And then, then JP's gonna to respond tweet. to it. And then then JP's gonna come in on Monday. And then he's gonna have to ask us to explain what we meant by that. So I know exa- I know exactly how this is gonna go. And trust me, I'm gonna praise JP, and I'm gonna uh, not crush him, but I'm gonna show what I didn't like about the <laughs> announcement, um, about the book, um, and so on. But the the book, Still Barking...
1: Were you, like, hoping it was going to be called Chasing Rocky (laughs) Two?
0: Well, no. All right. Still Barking is basically the junkie's tale, right? From childhood growing up to their start in radio, and then some of the the behind-the-scenes things that happened, and then their, their life throughout radio and how they've remained friends throughout and how they're still going. I think I basically summed it up for you, if that was your cliff notes version. <laughs> um, but this has been probably a a year and a year and a half worth of work for JP. Yeah,
1: I remember he hit me up during the pandemic and was asking me questions about it. So it, it's been yeah, going so, on for a while. So
0: behind the scenes, JP basically influenced or influenced uh, interviewed everyone who influenced the junkie's career, and I was lucky enough to get a chapter in the book. I guess I. To be honest, JP, if you're listening, I still haven't ordered your book. <laughs> All right, I plan on doing it if we get, if we don't get free copy.
1: I was yeah, I was actually gonna plan on not ordering it and ask for a free copy. Do you think we'll get a free copy? No is chance. that too much to ask? No, because here's the. I think he wants to get rich off this book.
0: You think this is a money? I I think the I think making money. Is secondary to telling the story, oh, but no, but oh, I think no. but I think making money is a is a part of it. Don't get me wrong. I think he's happy when it sells. If he wasn't, he would still tell people to go to Amazon. But why is he telling people to go to Still Barking? Because I think he gets like two extra bucks that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think the money is the most important thing. I I think he does want to tell the junkie story, but it's like. Why do you want to tell the story now? They're still barking. There's, you know, it's not like the show's off the rails. Right. Something you know?
0: something could happen. Well, right, because he, right, he wants to use the He's show. He's gonna
1: write a third book. I guarantee it.
0: You think so? I know it. So he wants to use the show as a vehicle to sell the book. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that if you retire and then you write the book. So, so the, I understand. I understand the timing. Yeah. But but it's just it's weird because like it's it's flaming. In book form, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like J- JP loves this the story of of the growth and the career arc of the junkies. It's a great story. And no, it is, and you know we're not putting down the story or anything. And it's it's one for the ages, and it's not anything like it. It's it's hard to find a success story like the Junks. I mean, especially in radio, when everyone gets canceled or everyone gets fired. Uh, people you,
1: go to different networks all the time. Different
0: markets. You know, you think of uh, the radio guy, and you think of private parts, and you think of Howard Stern going from market to market, from Detroit to D.C. to New York, basically living out of a, a car for half half your life until you make it. And it's
1: not just radio. TV people too. They travel all over the world before they finally settle down.
0: Uh, but this is is it's a passion project for JP, and I understand the pride in telling your story, but but. The problem, well, it's not a problem, but at least for me, and maybe it's because we're around it so much, is that we've heard the story 10,000 times. And I think it's maybe that's because we're a part of it. Do you, so, I don't know, maybe the, the listener or uh, the casual P1 uh, has a different view of it as opposed to somebody who's knee-deep in it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think people are going to enjoy reading it 100%. I think... Part of it, you're gonna also relive some of those memories, you know, like you're, where well, you were when you uh, heard that segment,
0: right? That. And then also, it makes me curious of what made the cut. You know what I mean? Right. And and JP, well, can head- we
1: can we say behind the scenes, like he told me, he wrote over a thousand pages.
0: Oh, I oh, I felt so bad for the editor because <laughs> ima- imagine JP flaming in book form, and you're the editor, and you're getting these reams of paper that you got to go through <laughs> and that you got to cut out because it's. Muzzle's a bad word, but it's hard. To, it's hard to muzzle JP. All right, and so basically, you got to do it in word form. Yeah, that's a lot of reading. That's a man.
1: lot of reading. It's a lot of editing. Um, man, I mean, so it's a lot of work to be that editor. He said he was like sleeping at the editor's house, basically just living. Oh, there. Oh, that's trifling. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, did
0: you did you get interviewed for the book? So it, it's It's felt like forever since I got interviewed.
1: That part tilted me, to be honest, because I I actually thought it was a great thing. Like, JP's writing a book about the junkies, and he wants to include me. I was butt-sized. You know, I was over the top. I immediately called both my parents. said, I'm going to be mentioned in a book. I felt so silly. And uh, JP says, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to sit down and interview you. I thought he was going to invite me over, wine and dine me. I thought he was going <laughs> to buy me dinner. Not just pot bellies, but something silly.
0: <laughs> does it, uh, does it uh, rick you that he took me to Coastal Flats?
1: He actually took you out? Oh, yeah. Oh, now I'm very tilted because— it turned out for me from just uh, a sit-down interview to a couple emails and then to, hey, just respond to this text when you get a chance. And so my texts are what ends so up in the book.
0: Do you have, like, your own chapter?
1: I'm mentioned a lot in the skits and bits chapter.
0: Yes. Uh, I think I'm in there as well. And I, I think I I think I might have, like, my own Little thing. I mean, I better have my own thing. I mean, I sat Rom down,
1: got his own chapter.
0: I sat down with him for three hours. So I,
1: you actually did get the wine and dine. Experience. Oh yeah,
0: I got the whole wine you and dine. You went to Coastal Flats. Coastal Flats.
1: Uh, what what were the appies?
0: Oh, we got oh we got crab cake apps. Cellar. I know he did it right. See, that, now I'm, I'm
1: really pissed off. Actually, I'm ready to crush this book now. Are you kidding me, JP?
0: He he even offered. Uh, he said, he asked me if I wanted a beer. I said, no. It's like <laughs> eleven yeah. thirty. I was like, I'm that good. I'm good. And so I had a crab cake. Then I got I got some sort of salad. It was silly. Did and he
1: the- let you talk, or did he still talk above you?
0: Um. No, no, he let me talk. and then he was asking questions. He was taking and notes. He was taking copious notes. So many that, notes.
1: That's like the book Something About Maury. You know
0: what I'm so, Tuesdays or Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah. yeah. Something about Maury. Um and I was I was flattered. Um I will say this. This this made me laugh. <laughs> is that JP JP is like um he's one of those guys that doesn't like doesn't think he's always right but just like when he has something in his head he gets stubborn about yeah. it and and so jp was asking me like how i discovered he goes so you discovered the show um like when you were driving uh to basketball practice in high school i was like um no i was doing this 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 and that <laughs> yeah I was like i was driving to school in the mornings when you guys were in in baltimore on 99 one and then he goes oh so you're on your way to bat like he like he just went like I was wrong about my own story. Right,
1: he kind of tweaked the story to match his <laughs> well, narrative. Just, for
0: well, well, just not match his narrative, but like he had that idea. He could have swore that's how I I listened listened right, to the show, right. and and then and then like a couple of the things didn't match up in terms of he his. He thought head. you were losing your mind. Yeah, he thought <laughs> I was losing my mind. He thought I didn't know anything about myself. I didn't. I didn't understand that. So he thought. So he was like questioning my own memory about, about I was like, well, JP is kind of my life. I kind of I kind of wouldn't remember it.
1: Well, he asked me the same kind of thing, and, and I think he mentions in it in the book that the first time I heard about the Junkies was because I was listening to Levar and Dukes because that was the show that I used to listen to on the way to uh, on the way home from school.
0: And that's now was that right or?
1: It was right, but like I like I had never heard of the Junkies until probably 2013 or so. Like I mean. <laughs> I just hadn't heard of them, you know. I we didn't. I didn't grow up in a household that like listened to morning radio. talk radio. Yeah, no, we listened uh, to the boss.
0: The boss was yeah. the boss.
1: You know, the boss. Remember Bruce da- Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Oh, we listened to the boss. Every- <laughs> that's my how dad- you got your morning started. Yeah, my dad loves the boss. Oh,
0: that's that's so funny. <laughs> um, and Prince, a lot of Prince. So you're upset that you didn't get your interview? Well, you just basically wanted a free meal. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, but I also I wanted to like to be able to explain things in details. I'm you you know this from working with me. I can't write right. Like I, my grammar's terrible. Oh, it's awful.
0: You, uh, if anyone sees Adam's like descriptions and headlines on the YouTube videos. Oh gosh. I mean that that was don't a, remind me. That was a dark day in Adam's in Adam's work history because constantly, constantly you were being. Uh, uh, Rewritten, you would come up with these awful headlines, poor grammar, poor spelling. You would spell guest names wrong. I
1: spelled Strasbourg wrong once, and and Blue Shorts almost tried to fire me. Uh, so like, I can't and, write, but so oh yeah, I,
0: trust me, I know because every single time you cut you cut up a video, you need us to give you word for word how it's going to be described. I like to be
1: able to copy and paste the descriptions and titles. But anyway, my point was that I felt like I could articulate it better. In person with JP, I could explain the behind the scenes of the cakes versus a basketball classic that went down. You know, I, I could explain uh, filming him during his beer mile that I knew was going to make it onto the book. I thought I could explain things better, but he just made me text it to him. And I think my chapter is kind of ruined because of that.
0: Now, do you think it's kind of like a best of book? Where, where he takes all the, it's kind of, that's what it sounds that's, like. That's
1: how he started the ideas. I mean, every chapter is basically a best of.
0: <laughs> he, takes his, he takes his favorite segment yeah. and then starts opining about it yeah. and gives out behind the scenes You know, the thing.
1: Junkies Blitz is going to get three chapters. Oh,
0: yeah, the Junkies Blitz. I think that might be the uh, the forward is written by the Junkies <laughs> Blitz. But I actually, the, uh, the coolest part about the book, I think, um, isn't just the behind the scenes thing and, kudos to to jp because i wouldn't have the balls to do something like this it's to it's just to cash in your favors i know he got the
1: green-eyed bandit
0: like he (laughs) would like going to all these people and asking them to write like a little snippet or um a forward or whatever you want to call it is take some balls yeah like i wouldn't want to go to ryan zimmerman and say hey do you mind writing a couple pages about the about this book?
1: Cal Ripken, John Feinstein. I mean, and,
0: oh, and Feinstein is so grumpy. And it's like
1: people that you probably aren't really keeping in touch with very often. You know, they they've come on the show hundreds of times, but
0: it's got to take some huge balls to do that. I'm actually, I'm actually might be more excited to see what they have to say about the show than what JP says.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: is that is that weird? We should have an extended chapter. Extended chapter. I would, you know what? I would like to have written something. Why well, wouldn't I would like to have written a, the the forward to the book or, would, or a little quip to, to put in there?
1: Well, my thing is, I would have liked to see what would have happened if he brought in an outside journalist to observe the show for a month and then to write a <laughs> chapter. You know, because everything's coming from JP's mind. What about Cakes' perspective? Does that matter?
0: Well, he's in the book. Yeah, I, but he was. His cakes, inter- I'm, cake's it,
1: like fully quoted. You know about every cool. little detail. I, I don't it.
0: think it's that type of book where people are quoted.
1: No, it's a lot of uh, you know JP's memories.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That's nice. That's a nice thing to have. Um, one of the uh, I will say another thing that I I didn't like about the book is. Is and look just this seems like just a pile on you get it at stillbarking.com. <laughs> yeah. It, this is just a pile on, I guess. Is is I'm not a fan of the title. And I, will, <laughs> All right, and I I didn't want to admit it to JP.
1: So I just did I told him just ten minutes ago, I told him I thought it could have been like still arguing. That, I, that's dead silence that, I, like I, that
0: still arguing might be the worst possible name <laughs> that that you could come up with
1: well i just i was thinking of a different word than barking like when i listen i don't think of that as
0: barking i just don't like yeah i don't like the word barking right i also don't like still barking you know what i don't like much about the headline <laughs> or about the title it i just i don't th- i don't think that personifies the junks like still Joning.
1: Still, joning would have been silly.
0: I think still joning is a lot better you than went, still barking.
1: Still joning might have been sold out already.
0: Because when I think of when I think of barking, I just think of fiery hot takes, hot, you know, hot sports takes about injuries, Redskins. I think of Jim Rome,
1: right, for barking.
0: Yeah, I just I think of like uh, caller-driven sports radio, and that's not the guys. The right. guys are personality-based sports talk.
1: Still silly. The last still, of the sillies.
0: Still silly. That's a. You know what? That's an even better one. Right. I think JP went with still barking because it's like if you're a non P1, like if you didn't know what joning was and you saw still barking in the library or Barnes and Nobles, you would you would still pick it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why you went with barking. I just don't. I just don't like it because that's not the guys. It's not. The good. guys aren't barking. Right. Never. And when you think of barking you just think uh you just think of You like, think of a one man show usually, right? I mean I yeah, I think like you said I think of uh Colin Coward, you know, screaming into the mic. Right. And that's not the guys. They scream at each other.
1: Yeah.
0: I just or I wouldn't necessarily call it barking at one another. So I just but but the thing is, how do you tell how do you tell JP who is uh, as stubborn as a mule <laughs> that you don't like the title of of his book, right? Yeah. I, and, and this and I know what's gonna happen. I said it before, everyone's gonna go run to JP and tell him Valdez hate your book. And that's right. not that's not true. I just I had some thoughts about it and You it was, hate the title. And yeah. I, I mean we don't, can don't, both admit that, I, right? Hate is such a strong word. It is. But I hate the title. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it's it, I equate it to the Seinfeld episode when they're in the Hamptons and uh their friends have an ugly baby. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And you gotta go tell the the baby that or the parents that the baby's breathtaking. Right. That's what I'm doing to the book right now, especially <laughs> specifically to the title. I, you know, I smile and I think, you know, I don't want to crush JP's dreams. Right, and your butt size to be mentioned in it. Of course, I'm. Mean, I'm glad I helped out. Right, I think it's. I know. I think it, the idea of the book is it's great. You know, I am mean, honestly... happy. I'm happy somebody uh, wants to tell my story because I think my, I think my story is stupid. Nobody cares mm-hmm. about about me and how I got into radio and and putting a uh, icy hot on my ballsack. Nobody nobody cares about that. <laughs> the but, sledgehammer to your yeah, car, the right? sledgehammer to my car. Nobody cares that I was in a, a dump tank with crabs. <laughs> but but for some reason, JP thinks it's funny and silly and that make like it's me sized. Like, yeah, I'm happy that I'm a part of it. But but I still have my criticisms. So if JP came in here a month from now, Oh, saying, I couldn't well I couldn't say it to his face. That's no, the thing. But if he came- in, I, I, trust me, I'm saying it behind JP's back. Right. I just I, I couldn't say it to his face. If he
1: came in here a month from now and said, Hey, I got approached by Netflix. Maybe. They want to turn Still Barking
0: into a movie. Uh, okay. <laughs> a movie? Yeah. What would you say? All right. That what hold on, that I would be in the movie or the fact or, that Or you get to choose
1: a... the actor that gets to play you.
0: Of course I'd be psyched that it's on Netflix.
1: Butt-sized. I do. Got, uh, over the moon. I actually think the J- the junkie story is good enough to be a movie. I think it would be a way better movie than a book. I mean, because I'm going to get bored reading
0: it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is you don't like to read.
1: No, I, I, I yeah, I listen to audio books now. Do, uh, do you think JP's going to do an audio I I know it. And he's going to record it himself, just like John Feinstein does his books.
0: <laughs> is he going to sit in the, stu- the side studio <laughs> when after he's done cutting MGM spots and right? start cutting his, his book? Oh my God. I don't want to produce that
1: It'll be oh my 18
0: God. hours. Or... Oh my God. And then, especially if he was doing like uh, a director's cut with uh, side notes.
1: <laughs> well, oh, here's the
0: longest audiobook <laughs> ever. He, he
1: did tell me that everyone that buys the book, uh, on the back of it, there's a glossary with junkies' terms. I'm butt sized to go through those and see what his take is on joning and silly. Because I feel like all the junkies have a bit of a different take on like the word nubs or donk.
0: Right. What do you think of his golden ticket idea? Well, it's the golden ticket idea. So, JP said the first 1,000 copies sold, I think there's going to be 25 golden tickets uh, in the first thousand co- uh, 1,000 copies that, that he ships out. Uh-huh. And if you get a golden ticket, you're invited basically to a party. At his house. That's, you know what? <laughs> I'm a big Willy Wonka fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's so funny, though. So you get the golden ticket. I I think it's based off of the P1 party. Because years and years and years ago, the junkies said that if they ever got a number one ratings bonus, and this ratings bonus is massive uh, for all you insiders. Right. I mean, this thing is huge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it gets uh, is it big it,
1: enough to buy a car
0: oh yeah oh <laughs> um that if 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 they got number one Jason would host a a party full of listeners at his house right so this is kind of a spin-off from that that JP' is gonna host a party at his house basically like a like a p1 party um where everyone hangs out who bought the book and he's going to like do signings and stuff like that. I don't know what kind of reindeer games he's going to have, but I'd be <laughs> They're sign- probably going to be watching a football game, <laughs> but I'd be kind of psyched to go to that. Really? I think so. I mean, I'm always down
1: to go and meet the listeners. I, I like, that's always my favorite uh, thing. He, he said that he had to cut out the chapter about the Vegas trip, which was like, I had just joined the show. Uh-huh. I still
0: talk to people about that trip. Well, speaking about, uh, of that, um, I think it coincides with one one other announcement that he had about the book, and this was kind of off the off the cuff, um, but it had me thinking that he he deemed the book the announcement of the book a top five junkies moment. Yeah. In in shows history. I show actually want to
1: get your take on this about the announcement. Was it genius or did it wreck you that he did it right after a
0: Ron Rivera? Interview? No, he did it before Ron. Okay, right before. Rob. Right before. No, I think it's smart on JP's part because 8 o'clock hour is a big hour. We're getting ready to have a big guest on, so you want as many people listening as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, trust me, I get it. It's smart. Um, and I thought the announcement itself went well. Um, I, I didn't expect it. You know, I mean, he almost cried on air. Yeah. And anytime anyone cries on air, I think that's good radio. <laughs> um, so so that was good. But, but when he mentioned that it was a top five... Moment, in ju- I mean, num- number one, think about the um, number of moments that the junkies have had in their career. Moments or announcements? I guess you could do both, right? Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, is that the book the book itself isn't really it's about the show, right? But it isn't really show related. No, it's a personal announcement. Right? Well, it includes everybody, and everybody had kind of a help with it for JP yeah but I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call it a top five announcement of the show um I think that I think the the fact that they had a poker tournament in Vegas to celebrate their 20 year anniversary is a huge huge moment um moving to tv moving to tv is huge I mean a daily simulcast of the show is is definitely huge yeah um just thinking about moments themselves of like when like um Brett's brother died. I, I mean, that was, like, a huge moment in the show. Um, maybe, like, fights, like, in-studio fights, uh, Bit like, Bits. Cakes being in a coffin for two days was a huge show moment. Yeah. I think it's a great personal moment for J. Like, J.P. has f- more than five mo- moments himself. I mean, J.P. wrote a, a, a book before this one. <laughs> right. So you're saying this book, uh, uh, Pummel's Chasing Rocky? And even Chase and Rocky, the fact that you were in a fight and a boxing match—that's a Jay big Watt, That's right? a that's a huge moment.
1: Yeah.
0: How, how does this book trump that moment? Especially because this book is all about moments in the junkie's history. <laughs> that the, the, the irony in that just made my head spin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's kind of short-sighted, and everything becomes the new top five. And that was kind of his his thing was that this was in the last five years, this was top five, right? But. They've been well, I, up for I, I I 25
0: years. Well, I can definitely see that in the last 5 years, maybe decade, it would maybe crack the top 5, but in terms of the I mean, moving the mornings. I mean, I don't your whole book is predicated on on morning radio. Don't you think the move from nights to HFS in the morning would trump that? Yeah. Taking over for Stern, one of the most iconic DJs in the history of radio. I, so I I don't, I don't like the fact that he used top five moments in Junkie's history. That kind of ripped me.
1: I can see by the passion in your voice. I mean, it, it did. It pissed
0: you off. All right. One other thing I also want to get off my chest about the book. I feel like, I feel like I've been negative about it. After I do this, I'm going to say something positive.
1: All right. I mean, right. I, I've already said a lot of positive things. Like I'm, I think it's awesome that he wrote a book. I think it should be turned into a movie.
0: I, I think it's going to be a great read. I just, it's going to also be boring to me. Um, A a couple of uh, observations Number one uh, JP said he has a a mystery testimonial in the middle Oh yeah Right Do you you have any idea who you think it could be? No Uh, I mean AED maybe But do you realize the only reason why he did this And then This is Chasing Rocky is before your time Correct
1: Yeah but I did read
0: it You did read it? Yeah So you know who didn't read it? cakes cakes that was a huge thing on the show
1: right not but, only did he not read it i don't think he's he's ever purchased it
0: he's ever like held well it. jp jp gave us all copies of chasing rocky okay and cakes was like the only person who didn't read it or just not even like a page
1: you think cakes was like offended
0: by the book no and i understand i remember the argument like it was yesterday cakes's logic is why do i need to read it i lived it <laughs> All right, so hey, that's, a sil- I know, that's a silly argument <laughs> that holds up in court, yeah. Um, so I actually think that this secret testimonial that's midway through the book mm-hmm. is, to, is JP's test to everyone
1: Ooh, to see if you, actually, see if read you
0: actually read it because you know, hundreds of
1: P1s are going to buy it and just look at the cover and just flip through a couple pages. No, they'll, re-
0: no they'll read it, they're not like you, they're, no. they're learned. They can they can stomach three hundred pages of a book,
1: maybe. But I think I think they're rather than reading it, they're looking for Joan material.
0: Uh, you think they bought it to Joan?
1: I, I think a lot of P ones <laughs> bought it to Joan.
0: Yeah, or for the ticket,
1: or for the ticket, <laughs> or for the old school pictures of Lurch and his jump shot.
0: But but I think that's the reason why we have this mysterious uh, passage that's in the middle. So who is that? Is who, that is who, so, so to test? So that way he doesn't have to come out and ask. You know what I mean? If you come to him and say, oh, it it was really cool to hear Takes's testimonial. I can't believe so-and-so said that. Or I can't believe he got this person to say that. So I think that's his test. Without having to come out directly and say, hey, Cakes, did you read it? Or, hey, Lurch, did you read it? I mean, of of the three other
1: junkies, which is the one that you think has any chance of reading it? I think EB.
0: I think Eric will read it. Because Eric has this bit of narcissism in, in him where he, he he likes bit season because we talk about him. Right. So why wouldn't he read JP's book? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I could just see Evie sitting out by the fire and just <laughs> as he reads a page, he's like screaming in his head. That's wrong!
0: You know? I could. Yeah, I could definitely see, disagreeing. You with know, what? I could definitely see Eric getting in a fight with JP about what he put in the book.
1: <laughs> That'd be good. I, right I would now. be sized. Yeah, me
0: too. Um uh, But. But cakes, I mean, if cakes didn't read Chasing Rocky, why would he read this? Still barking, right? So I could see cakes not reading it, and I can't. I can't really tell about Jason. Maybe, I, maybe Jason would read a little bit of it, but he wouldn't read the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I just don't see when he would like put the t- take the time a day to read it. You know, like when Jason
0: doesn't like reading, right? Unless it's unless it's
1: lines, you know, betting lines.
0: <laughs> he's too. He's too busy. Yes. Watching sports to read the book—that's yeah. that's what I feel like his excuse would be, and he might take cakes as excuse where he goes. Well, I lived it. I don't need to. Read
1: I actually it. could see Lurch ripping out a piece of that book and using it when he goes to the, the McSorley's
0: bathroom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know what? I could see I could see the guys putting still barking right next to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I, is that an honor for JP, or is that trifling? It's the fact tri-fling. that you're using JP's book as a as your poop book—it's forever gonna stink. Oh, that's it. It has poop particles <laughs> all over it. You know, maybe uh, some dirty hands touching it. But, you know, you got uh, all the ears uh, folded over. Right.
1: Ten, Twenty years from now, you see
0: it in the bathroom, still pooping. Still pooping. That's, <laughs> you know, that, that's great for the show. <laughs> yeah. it's if you you know everybody take a picture and tweet bit season. Uh, of you keeping still barking next to your commode, right? So like that, your so pants that, down just by your ankles, yeah, and you can see. the That's ball. right. I want to see your feet with your <laughs> pants around your ankles, and then I want to see what page you're turned to as you're as you're squeezing one out, <laughs> reading about uh, um, the the kickball game. <laughs> All right, I, that's a great picture. That's a Everybody. Good bit. everybody had JP in it and, and, at had, bit and at Bit Season on Twitter or on Instagram story, and we'll repost your story to ours if if, if you're taking a big old big old plopper, <laughs> reading still barking.
1: That's a funny image. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I I need to see feet, and I need to see the belt undone. Right, you gotta need see, to see the ankles. <laughs> yeah, and I need to see ankle. I need to see uh, leg hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, and your jeans. And your jeans spread out I need to see that
1: That's, that's a silly bit If we get it like If it, we get it I think that's a
0: great With viral like 40 trend. photos Right? That's a great viral trend
1: all right. and, and JP can't
0: get upset Because no, that's how you know not. That they bought the book Yes And use the hashtag When we should do the Hashtag still pooping <laughs> right. It's a great bit That's yeah. great marketing for JP It is um, Alright This is my last This is my last thing That I'm going to hate on Alright I promise I promise We're being very negative but right. this is the biggest thing to hate on, though. You think so? Oh, uh,
1: I because as soon as I saw this, I was like, what the hell is
0: this? Um, and I'm so happy that JP didn't use this for the cover, but the promo image of of the guys where they're looking all hard and walking, and it looks like outside Nat's Park has gotta be the worst promo <laughs> image that I've ever seen.
1: Cakes kind of looks like he has to poop.
0: <laughs> yes. Cakes looks like he'd be up for still pooping. Cakes looks like If Joe Rogan and Elmer Fudd had a kid. (laughs) He's just, he's squinting, and his cheeks, his cheeks look really, I mean, by the way. His right
1: peck is popping out.
0: Cakes looks like he's 4'6 in this picture. He looks tiny. He looks so tiny. Um, And then I hate the fact that JP's wearing pink in this, and they're all trying to look hard.
1: Oh, is that what that is? Because this is a
0: black and white photo. Yeah, yeah, That That picture, JP's wearing pink.
1: (sighs) And it looks, honestly, it kind of looks like he has a couple stains on the shirt.
0: Yes. Do you see that? Yes, like like above the pee-pee. Right. Yeah. It looks looks like he was whizzing, and then he caught a piece of the shirt or something. Yeah. Um, And then Jason, I don't know why. The sweatpants are driving me crazy. He's got to be the laziest person in America. And he's known he knew about this photo shoot for weeks, all right? It's not hard to put it in your Well, it tells you how much he cares about this book. Zero. Yeah, it's a great point. The, I mean, this is a big deal for, for JP. And the fact that he's wearing a sports yak pullover and some team's sweatpants that are 4XL has got, have got to be the most disrespectful thing.
1: The sweatpants are so bad. I, I mean, it just it looks lazy. Yeah. They're very long, too. They're hanging over his shorts. He looks I awful. Mean, all, they're hanging
0: over his shoes. All of them have man tits, too. I mean, like, this thing's Photoshopped. Couldn't they get somebody to Photoshop their man boobs out?
1: I will say, and, and I'm going to suck up to him because I know he's going to listen. I think EB looks silly in this I photo. think EB looks the best out he, of all of them. By far. Guys. I mean, the sweatshirt's kind of cool looking. The jeans look nice. They look like hip jeans. JP's jeans look like skinny jeans. It's hurting.
0: Yeah, he, JP's wearing his like running shoes with his jeans. We talked about that before. And I and like
1: EB's face. It, uh, it, it J- kind of uh, looks hard.
0: Jason is wearing MC Hammer pants. I <laughs> just uh, disrespect them. It looks so awful. And then Cake's... Uh, I don't know what he's, what kind of collar shirt that is. It looks like a DC, a DC United shirt from 2008. It does. Cakes it's a is, silly camera. Cakes's face is, eh, I mean, he looks pained to be there. It, it looks like they're walking in slow motion.
1: Yeah. You think, You think so Schwar- you, Schwartzy did this? Do you think he told know.
0: them to, like, walk slow? I don't know or, who, d- who did it. He
1: told them to look hard. That's the big, definitely, right? Right.
0: Do you know, it, it reminds me of the movie Casino at the end when all the old people are walking into the casino and it's in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, That's what I, that's the kind of image that I have in my head. I just, ugh. maybe, maybe I, you would have canceled it. If, if Jason showed up like that and just said, you know what, we'll do it a different day.
1: <laughs> right. You, you would think about it. I mean, and uh, I don't like that it's in a baseball field. Like I feel like it should be football. They're way more of a football show, but maybe well, they just did it outside. There.
0: Well, they did it outside here. And, and then they and, photoshopped. Yeah, it. well, not. I don't know if they photoshopped. No, they, they
1: definitely. Well, they like green screen. They cut out oh, everyone okay. individually, and then put them into this field.
0: Yeah, I see that. I but the, just the promo picture just was was tilting. And then by the way, JP's like, uh, JP's like the star of the book and like the author of the book. Shouldn't he be in the middle?
1: I, I think JP. I think it would look better with the small guys in the middle and the big lurch on the outside.
0: But I promise that's it. That's all we're gonna do for Joning.
1: Yeah. Uh, still barking.com. Still barking,
0: still pooping. <laughs> I I would have gone with still Joning, but that's right. just me.
1: I would have uh, gone with the last of the sillies. The last of the see that like the no last sense. of the Mohicans. See, that
0: makes no sense though.
1: I mean it, it, it doesn't unless you're a fan of the show.
0: I I see what you're saying. But but um let right, let's let's end the, the book discussion with one good thing about it. You first. Don't put me on
1: the spot. You go first. (laughs)
0: um, All right. I'm excited to read it. Uh, I will actually read it. Um, Maybe unlike some people around here, I will actually read it. Um, I appreciate appreciate J.P. asking me to be a part of it. Um, That made me feel included, made me feel special. And the fact that he was willing to put in all that work says a lot about J.P. And why he's so valuable to the show is because he puts in a lot of work um, when it comes to segment ideas and stuff like that. And you know, I'm, I'm actually happy the book's over with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm happy because uh, I'm tired of getting texts about about when did this happen, what year did that right. happen? That, behind the scenes, I'm, that's the big thing. I'm so I'm so happy. So many that texts, uh, that so many hard. group texts with me, you, and Drab. Oh my God, so much. Just so much. Us up. So many questions about when this happened, when that happened. What was this
1: guy's last name? You
0: know what? JP is an awful researcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to find the date of something, especially right. something memorable on the show, because all of our Twitters went crazy, like when something happened. Just search it in Twitter and you find the exact date of it. It's not that hard. I shouldn't be uh, uh, working at the Library of Congress or something as a researcher. Right. It's, just, it's called Google, JP you can figure it out so so i will say i'm happy to be included in the book i'm happy that
1: the book is getting released i think it's really cool for the guys 25th anniversary i thought the 20th anniversary
0: was cool 25th anniversary yeah that's cool. yeah that's cool that it's coinciding with another anniversary right it'd be cool if
1: if, you know we could all get together again like I, i know the bowling is a big part of the chapter I still think that that was one of the best memories I've had on the show. That
0: was so much. It, that was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And then, then you think it like was nothing, like a big old nothing burger. But, right. but we never hang out like that as a show right. outside, of, outside. Outside of, of the six mics. to ten. Yeah, outside of six to ten, it's almost impossible to get all, all you know, all seven of us. I'll include you mm. out together at the same time. And I don't know, it's just funny. We're all being goofy and everything, and we're not trying to put on a show for listeners. So I, I like that he included that. But um, what my last final thoughts about the book is just congratulations to JP. I recommend if you're a fan of the show, fan of Bit Season, that you pick it up and read it. And uh, I'm sure we'll be ha- we'll find some critical parts about it to break down some more after we read it. And Joan, trust me, Joning is a part of the show. Yeah. And if JP thinks we're not going to Joan on the book. Right. Then he's, he's crazy. Joning. Joning is a lead
1: to meet more people buying the book.
0: Joning is a part of the show. It's going to be a part of it forever. So of course we're going to Joan on JP. We're going to Joan on the book.
1: So I am excited to hear about the first, you know, 20 years of the junkies in the book after chapter 20. I'm going to go with what cake said. I lived it. I don't need to read it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Um, one, one thing that happened last week uh, that we touched on briefly on Monday, it was at the end of the show, is that Eric's Twitter being hacked. Yeah. I mean, that was huge.
1: That scared me. I, I <laughs> Because I know how much EB loves Twitter, and I'm a big fan of Twitter too, and he has a huge following. Right. And I, get, I love reading his—one of my favorite things about EB is reading his tweets. I just think he's so. I think he's butt funny when he gets on Twitter during a football game or just on a when he's just taking pictures of the fire and the fact that he almost lost his Twitter. I almost got a heart attack.
0: What do you What do you think EB would do if they said, you know, what, we're able to cancel your Twitter, uh, the one that was hacked, but you got to start over?
1: I think he would start every show with at EB Junkies, you know, like how he's been throwing out his Venmo. Everyone, I think he would just plug, plug, plug until he got his followers back.
0: What do you think? Let's say, you know what he should have done? The guy should have held it for ransom. Instead of trying to sell PS5s and scam people I know,
1: that that was the dumbest thing. He definitely, he could have made so much money if he held it for ransom.
0: Right. How much do you think Eric would have given for uh, his Twitter to come back?
1: I I bet he would have given a dollar per follower. So that's about
0: $80,000. His Twitter's not worth that much to him. I, I, I think it might be. No, he would just start over. I know. I understand he loves Twitter, but there's no way. But the
1: grind, the grind to get the following back, though, would drive him crazy. And Twitter's not like the big thing anymore. Instagram is. So I so don't think he'd would he would ever punt, build it back up. So
0: he just punt Twitter, go be on Instagram.
1: Yeah, but Instagram's all pictures. It's not. It's not newsworthy stuff. He gets size for the news, babes.
0: All, you know, <laughs> he gets size for the interactions.
1: The interactions,
0: yeah. What do you think about his excuse that he's blocking all these people because because the guy who stole it is has them blocked? I actually think he might have Peter from Burke blocked, that he might have JP blocked. Really? In secret.
1: I, I don't know about that. I just think more about how nubs was his password.
0: Oh, I think about that all the time.
1: I just keep thinking about that. Like, it must have been Bickle06 or something. All
0: right. So if some hacker was able to get into his... I, my theory is that his password is somewhere in his bio or in his <laughs> or in his name, right? Like, it says junkies because his twitter name or is junks or Junks. cuz his thing is eb junkies so maybe yeah. it's junkies with like one or i i said this on air that his password was like redskins with his favorite redskin right that's that easy
1: it's that easy i, I mean I, that's the thing is that i i like i as soon as i saw he was hacked i changed my password you got that cr- i got i got scared cuz i was like oh someone might be going after 1067 people they're targeting one or six. <laughs> I up. thought maybe.
0: How much, and by the way, Eric was said he was able to see the, like the DMs mm-hmm. from people trying to buy the PlayStation 5. Number one, if you're buying a PlayStation 5 from EB, you're, you're borderline stupid. I bought an Xbox One from somebody off Twitter
1: last, last year for Christmas.
0: You did? Yeah. And it wasn't a scam? No, it wasn't a scam. But the, the thing is, Eric doesn't know anything about video games. I know. So if, you're, so if you listen to the show and all of a sudden you see EB selling Xbox Ones or PSNs. Or you immediately
1: got, knew it was a hack. Of course.
0: Yeah. We got so many
1: DMs. I, what did you think about this? People were DMing us, we need an emergency podcast. You
0: know, I like the fact that, <laughs> that our biddies out there are screaming for emergency pods. I
1: do. I do. I, I, like that I
0: love that idea.
1: I wanted Eric to go into more detail about what was going on in his mind when that was happening.
0: Well, he was riding up to Poughkeepsie, or, right? Or wherever, and he
1: got on. He was able to get on Tweet Deck or whatever and still see things. Right, he
0: was able to. He, he was basically uh, had a front row seat to the destruction, to the right. carnage, which is crazy to think about. I want to know. I want to know if there were any B ones that like listened to Bit Season, who messaged Eric to try and get a, or who Venmoed the guy to try to get to, an Xbox. Yeah, to try to get an Xbox. I mean, it's close to the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> um what one other thing that uh was mentioned uh on today's show is that did you realize that this was jp's marathon day i forgot
1: about it and i it's like it's almost like why isn't he hyping it up that much like i guess it because
0: it coincided with the book but this is a huge deal for him you i guess it's because you only you had to pick your poison you want to hype up the book you want to hype up the marathon did you know my dad ran three marathons are you kidding no your dad ran three my marathons? My dad ran
1: three marathons. One Boston, New
0: When was this?
1: 40 years ago or something. Was your dad a silly? My dad was in super silly shape until he met my mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that how he got your mom? Was he would flex his abs, his Maury abs? Yeah. My dad used to be the king of the short shorts going on jogs.
1: <laughs> really? What, yeah. year,
0: what, what year was this?
1: Probably six, 75 or something like wow. that.
0: Yeah. Are Yeah. By the way, you're going down with your dad to Nashville. Yeah. And that's not this weekend, next weekend, It's next correct? Friday,
1: yeah. So I'll record that season on Thursday.
0: What made you guys go
1: down there together? Like... See, w- what my dad and I were talking about how we, want, we wanted to go on a trip together because last time we kind of went on a trip as a family, I said my sister kind of ruined it, <laughs> right? Because she was always trying to go shopping, and, <laughs> and she didn't want to do guy stuff. You know,
0: so you wanted you wanted to do like a guys trip. I
1: wanted to do a guys trip, and we used to have season tickets to the skins. Well, that's we, we haven't well, had that in a
0: while. Well, that's weird that you're going to do a guys trip with one guy, your father. That's not really a guys trip.
1: I don't know if it was no, it was like a a bonding trip. You know, I don't know, man. I, now you're going to make me get emotional, but I, I, for some reason with the pandemic and everything, I've been thinking about. I want to spend as much time with my dad while he's still here. All what? right.
0: <laughs> It's a hurting thought, That's but, a w- awful thought.
1: but uh, it's what's been going
0: through my mind. Right. I, I've been wanting to see my dad more. All right. All right. Out of all the cities in the country, yeah. why did you and your dad choose Nashville? I have
1: no idea. It was his choice. It was hundred percent his choice. I threw out there, Colorado, Vegas, San Diego, and Mexico. And I even said, let's go on a Euro trip. All right. And he came back with Nashville, Tennessee. And he's singing to me the song, Nashville, Tennessee, or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't get it. He's, somebody must,
0: he's a tour guide and I, all these people that tell him to go Has to Nashville. he ever been to Nashville? I think he has been maybe once a long time ago. Do you think he has good memories of Nashville and he wants to go take you there and show you the way?
1: I don't think so. I think it's more about, like, he's heard such great things about Nashville. Like, in the last five years, Nashville has kind of blown up.
0: Would oh, you agree? Oh, of course. Yeah. Then Nashville's the prime destination for bachelorette parties, even bachelor parties now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Vegas of the East Coast.
1: But why is that? Like, wh- why Nashville?
0: Because of the music? Yeah, it, it's the music, and then it's like, just like Vegas, it's like an entertainment capital. Uh-huh. Um, it has like this strip, their downtown strip, kind of like what Vegas has. So and plus you know instead of flying 5 hours like you do for Vegas you can fly 2 hours or do a 6 hour drive yeah it's more accessible now what do you have what do you have planned so you said you're going to a Titans game We're going to the Titans game uh, on Sunday let Sundays. me let me uh, number 1 if you're going down there and this is this is a trip to try and pick up girls basically okay. right
1: I mean why are you going to a it's football not
0: game? the girl the girls thought that's just that's just me trying to get laid. Okay. You know, it's really to
1: spend time with my dad.
0: Okay. All right. Know? Well that's nice. That's nice. And I the football that.
1: game, it's like we've been talking together about how much we hate FedEx field. Like that that's been a topic of conversation for twenty years. And then we've never I've never been to any other football stadium.
0: So that's kinda how that got me all right. About. Do you have a game plan for when you go down? Like places Like an
1: itinerary? Yeah, like places you want to hit him. up.
0: He he's got he's got some ideas. But what ideas. if he doesn't have anything?
1: No no he's my dad's a tour guide. I mean believe me he's gonna he's gonna have a is thousand he, things. Is
0: right he now. is he looking out, out after your best interests in terms of women? Like, no. Is he, like is he gonna take you to like some uh, karaoke bar that all the bachelorette parties go to?
1: No he's gonna take me to uh, music museums and food. Like we'll go to good restaurants. It's not going to be like stripper central like you're thinking. Well, you, you're well, trying you, to live vicariously you, through well, me. You, and I get
0: it. You portrayed on air uh, on air that you're basically going to be making out with chicks at a bar. Well, because the, <laughs> you you guaranteed you guaranteed to
1: Jason that you're going to make out because Nashville and all the southern <laughs> charm down there and.
0: And the well, fact when, that i have a, well, batting a thousand something. outside of the state of Virginia. Well, let me tell you something. When you're going down there and you're at a museum, or you're at the Grand Ole Opry, you're not going to be tonguing some chick uh, at the Grand Ole Opry. No, no, no
1: you're right. A- but after like when you're, after Dolly, 7 PM, when you're in Dolly
0: World or Elvis's Mansion, you're not going to be uh, the, seeing chicks in uh, sundresses.
1: Right, no, no. It's going to be boring from like 9 to 5. And then I'm hoping that after that, you know, <coughs> I can bring the fun side of my dad out after a few drinks.
0: So so basically, Maury is in, in charge of the day, and then you're in charge of the night.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you could say that.
0: <laughs> do you Now, do you have any spots that you want to go to? Or So, uh,
1: I don't know if I should say this, but I got a few spots from Grant Paulson, who's been to Nashville a few times, and he told me the big spots to hit.
0: Well, I know Danny just had like a, a bachelor, bachelor party, party down, down there, there. Yeah. so you should ask him. I should. Now, are you really going to get video or picture of a girl that you kiss or make out with?
1: if it happens 100 percent.
0: is your dad gonna be on phone duty you gotta let him know because
1: i'll let him know and he probably listened to that segment on the junk so he's probably gonna call me later i mean like i was kind of i was putting on a front for the junks trying to make it like a sex trip it's gonna be really just a father-son bumping. okay
0: well you know? why'd you do that i was i was excited for the awad nashville sex trip
1: i mean believe me I'm going to be going hard at nighttime. And there's going to I guarantee you, there's going to be a night where my dad goes to sleep at like 10 p.m. and I stay out till 1 a.m.
0: All right, let me ask you a question. Has yeah. your dad seen the predator side of you? Not really. <laughs> Don't Not you think really. he's going to be disappointed when he sees horned up Adam out and about trying to uh, buy chicks drinks so that he, he can, can get them sloshed?
1: I think he's going to be butt-sized with my, my drunk ability to keep a conversation going. <laughs> is, that, is that your superpower? That's my superpower. Yeah. Is that is that what if I after a few drinks, if I'm talking to a girl, it's like they either want to me leave immediately, or they can't wait to hear the next word that comes out of my mouth.
0: Now you said you uh, alluded to the fact that your dad is on the dating apps um, during the segment. <laughs> is he going to have the dating apps out?
1: Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I I, I think he's he's not. I mean, we did talk about, like, because he got brought up on the junkies, I asked him about, hey, the junk said, you know, you know Awad and his dad are going to try to find a, fa- a mother-daughter. And my dad said he'd be sciced. Are you kidding? No.
0: That and I was the, a little cringed the, that's by That's it. the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> What's what? gross about that? The fact that it uh, it screams some sort of incestual relationship. No, it's not incestual. That, 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 it's that, that, separate. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I would never dream about making out or having sex in front of my dad. And this is like something. I'm going to be honest with you. I went on a date with a girl, okay? And
1: and we matched on the app and we talked. She was, ended up probably being way out of my league. She wasn't size for me. One date. All right. I told, I told my dad about her. He said, no way. He had gone out with her mother. This is a true story.
0: Oh yeah, going out with her mother. <laughs> this is so gross. I
1: don't know if he closed or not because I didn't ask for details. Uh, he, I bet the you the daughter he, was silly, so the mother was probably. Hot I bet soon. you. He,
0: I bet you had more of a shot of closing than you did. Oh, he definitely did. Are, I mean, she, are you gonna? Are you gonna try and take notes from your dad? That's actually <laughs> how embarrassing is that? That you're 28 years old and that you're gonna try and learn how to pick up chicks from your dad. I guess it's. I mean, it's kind of something
1: to be proud about, don't you think? No, it's like not. my dad's. My dad's older than dirt, and he's still got game. <laughs> That's so trifling. <laughs> That's so awful to think about. I can't believe... Ugh. ugh. You've never done anything like this with your dad? No, like You've never, never gone anywhere with no, your dad? No, never.
0: I mean, I've gone You're not places. jealous that, you, on, that I'm going to be able to spend four days with my dad? Hold on, I've gone places with my dad before. I've gone to... Uh, like Have wh- you done
1: father-son golf trips with just you and him?
0: No, but we've gone golfing together, or we've gone on the boat together... But the, everything's like a day long. I've never done how like how much. A, how much does your dad ask? Hey, when are we getting grandkids? My dad? Yeah. Never. He's never asked you that. That's a lie. Never. He already has one. Well, one with uh, my brother. Okay. So, so you're so, like the son that. Yeah. So it doesn't. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I'm all. Everything's all gravy to him and under his eye. <laughs> now I will say this. I did do this. Okay. All right. And I'm joning on you for going to, down um, to Nashville with your dad. But when I went to Hilton Head, I went down to Hilton Head solo. Um, but my parents had a place down there, and they were staying there. And they said they had an extra room, and so they said, "Well, if you want to go golfing, you know, you can just stay here." So I, I flew down to Hilton Head. I basically stayed in my parents' second bedroom they had down there <laughs> to save a couple bucks. Save a couple bucks, and I would go <laughs> golfing all day, then come back at night and see, see my parents. Oh, is my that nubs? That is nubs. Because you, you're you probably getting pummeled at the golf course. No, because I, I walked. Uh, I walked a lot. I now I was, uh, was butt hot. Right. And then I would I would meet them out for dinner or something like that. <laughs> oh my god. That's actually, It's actually kind of embarrassing. It is it's a it? little embarrassing.
1: You know, it's like the kid that goes away to college and then comes home for Sunday dinner with his
0: family. They need a home-cooked meal. Right. They, they need, need a to see mom they need, see mommy to wash their underwear for them. Right, right. Now no no I just I basically flew down there with my points. You used you used, used them for their house know, then. I used them. Yeah. I did. I felt bad about that. Yeah. Now I did take them to dinner to thank them. Did you pay for the yes? Meal? I paid for the meal. That's what taking them to dinner is.
1: You didn't. You didn't do the alligator arms at the end of the night.
0: No, I didn't do that. I paid for the meal to thank them for for having me. All
1: right, but that is kind of nubs, though. It is. I it mean, is. it's very it's, it's
0: very high mom. You
1: you kind of made it seem like oh this is a
0: I'm this is a solo trip golf trip over right. No, I went down there. It's I kind leech- of a
1: family vacation. <laughs> I,
0: leech- I leeched I off my parents' uh, place that they had down there because they were down there for like th- three weeks. And so I, I went down there, leached off of it for four days, and then went home after I got done golfing. You know, I probably would have done the same. I mean, especially
1: <laughs> if knowing that they had an extra bedroom, you saved some money.
0: Um, speaking of uh, saving, uh, we hope Drab feels better and saves uh, saves his voice for next week uh, when he'll be back on Bit season. Was he really moping around the office? Oh my god! I had to ask EB about that. It looked like his, it looked like somebody killed his dog. Like I wanted a visual, so he was just. He was just very upset. So he was uh, he was upset. So that morning, I guess, when he was brushing his teeth, he weighed himself. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, and that no- that number was so staggering on the scale, it sent him into a spiral Into a death sp- death tail. And he was moping around, thinking about how bad he was. All right, and there's a possibility he might be faking his sickness because I think he might be he might need a mental health you think thing. he
1: called out fat he called might have called out fat well I mean I know that on air it sounded hurting. like I mean he was only, he was yelling at EB that's his boss and he's yelling at him I'm not moping around you, he's got this whole mindset that drab he is was, so
0: important that he can't leave he was he was moping around he was, definitely was uh, he was walking TV live like I've worked around. in radio
1: enough to know you
0: don't mope on air Right, You sound like a loser when you do that. Right, it. You, you have to turn it on when the mics come on. Right. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. you got to be entertaining. got to ham it up. Exactly. And he didn't do that. He didn't do that at all. I mean, everybody was talking about it behind his back. He was moping around. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> all right. So he would be walking around pretending to puke or something. He might have been puking because he felt he was fat. So he was <laughs> puking into a toilet bowl. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden the next day, he just got, or that day, he just he checked out and said he had to go home, and apparently he didn't throw up. He had to get his affairs in order before he left. He uh, he said that he uh, didn't. He was feeling weak. All right. So part all of... of all of his symptoms, you couldn't you couldn't see in his face. Uh-huh. All right. So I typical t- of a drab
1: sickness. Thanks. So I
0: can't tell if he's if he's being weak. He said that he was sweating when he was home and that he was resting all day. I personally feel like. Drab took a mental health day because he felt fat. Hey, I'm all for mental health <laughs> days. But like you said, Drab called out fat.
1: He did. And and here's the thing. Is, I think part of him, he didn't want to leave because he's so obsessed with being a company man that he felt like,
0: I am so important to this
1: radio station that if Do I you... leave, the station will go off the this here. is what
0: I love about Drab. Is that Drabat didn't care about the the schedule or his APD duties or or you know booking guests for the junkies, he was more upset about bit season, <laughs> and that's why I love Drab. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, look, I think Drab's one of those guys where
1: like even when he's sick, he can he can still usually fight through it. But I think you're right. I think it was it was the sickness part of it with the fact that the fact that he the, didn't feel good
0: about himself. Right is feeling that how do you how can we make them feel skinny on monday i don't know i mean
1: make, you should wear white right because black makes you look skinny wear white i will maybe you know, we all dress up in white
0: <laughs> we all wear a sumo suit <laughs> right? make them feel, we'll make them feel good about themselves. all right but anyways that's it for episode nine um, I appreciate you uh, listening. Sorry Drab wasn't here. I know everybody loves Drab. Drab's everyone's favorite. right?
1: Okay, we'll get Drab's take on Pete Davidson and Kim K next week.
0: Yes, we'll get Drab's take on the book. I know I, he better not be ducking the book book stuff because I want him to be open and honest just like we were. We were very open and honest almost to the point where, where JP's going to grill us on Monday.
1: I, I think he will next week. Do you I, think we're going to get any tweets that said,
0: who's Drab? no <laughs> this is the new bit
1: season
0: crew <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not um but episode 10 drab will be back and we will be back on thursdays fridays this was an anomaly uh we were wondering if he was going to be in or not so we will give get back to our regularly scheduled uh programming where we'll, we'll get, come out on thursday afternoon so thank you again adam for filling in and second mike uh drab feel better i'm matt valdez Thank you again, listening to BitSeason. Tweet us uh, any questions, comments, um, or if you're interested in sponsoring at BitSeason on Instagram or on Twitter. See you guys next week. Peace out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.